This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. I am Jamal Johnson. I am Peter Moses. And I am Mike Benner. Welcome to the podcast. Happy basketball. Happy basketball, guys. Fuck. Uh, we got a good episode for you coming up. Yeah, um, I think I think it's true. Yeah. It should be true. Uh, but <laughs> this is the kind of quality you guys came. This High is why you pay quality for content. our Patreon. Uh, before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Uh, we are really thankful that we have a group of listeners that that like the podcast so much that they're willing to give us a little little money, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are paying to listen to our silly NBA bullshit, and then people are also paying to listen to us watch Airbud the movie. Yeah. Patreon wow. exclusive. We it did a commentary track of Airbud the movie. A fantastic movie, although it does start out saying it is produced by Harvey Weinstein. That is the first thing it's you tough, see in the movie. Tough one. That tough is, look. That is shocking. Other than that, though, really yeah. much better than any of us thought it was going to be. But yeah, if you uh, if you guys uh, appreciate that, we're going to be doing some more Patreon exclusive stuff uh, coming up in the in the next few weeks. That's going to be really fun. Um, and yeah, if you want to join our Patreon, as little as one dollar gets you exclusive content and uh, access to the official Airbud Slack. Mm-hmm. Where uh, a lot of idiots are saying dumb shit. Oh, yeah, shit. we're yeah. sucking each other off on there. Yeah, <laughs> literally, figuratively. Yeah, it's a digital age. Uh, Mel and I are gonna start uh, commenting on uh, TFO's tennis uh, quarterfinal match on the Slack. So, oh shit. Yeah. Is this? So, wow, this is like heavy, heavy uh, Zach Toscani content. Yeah, I mean, like, we I mean, get just Zach on the on the Slack. We should get him. Just straight up. Well, yeah. One, if you pay one fifty, we'll get Zach Toscani to come by <laughs> <laughs> the Slack, unbeknownst to him, and he will uh, send you tennis messages for upwards of three and a half hours. Yeah, you'll get tennis messages from a handsome bearded man who uh, doesn't drink but smokes weed. That's all I know about Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's all, these are all big facts. Um, uh, one other thing: if you go to iTunes and give us a five star review, we will read what you write on the air, no matter what it is. Uh, and give you a shout out. Uh, tell your friends to give us a listen and subscribe. Why not? Yeah. What do you have to lose? Yeah, you can uh, you can write that you want me to suck you off, <laughs> and I'll say it. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll agree <laughs> online. Also, don't forget to send us all of your dick pics to airbudspodcast at gmail dot com. Follow just, us Twitter, yeah. Airbuds Pod, Instagram, Airbuds Pod, all that shit. All right, we just, got that out of the way. Yeah, we're done. Let's get our uh, our guest today. We have a very special guest. Uh, Someone that is actually professionally smart about basketball. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. That's, You've already heard his voice. You've already heard his voice. He's, he's a host of the very excellent NBA desktop and, and the equally excellent podcast, Binge Mode, uh, both for the ringer.com. Perhaps most importantly, he is Twitter, NBA Twitter royalty. Uh, let's have it. Let's hear it for uh, Jason Concepcion. Yay! Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for uh, those kind words, which I you know mostly agree with. Some of it's a little overblown, but um, I did Royalty. create I did create NBA Twitter. That is true. I was one of the twelve founding members, um, and you should all pay me money for that. Who is if you're one of the twelve disciples? Who is the Jesus of it? Oh man, it's I think the slam the slam guys, so like Miles Brown and uh, Russ Bankston, people like that, who were, were like the or. NBA Twitter people. Mm-hmm. They were there before I got there. Is Free Darko like John the Baptist? Free Darko, they weren't super, super, super out there slinging hot takes on the social media platforms, but they were there. Yeah. They were there as well. They were definitely like uh, the fertilizer that uh, seeded the soil. They foretold the coming. They really did. Which yeah. disciple would you consider yourself to be most like? As a, This is me asking as a Jew who just found out there are 12 disciples. So like... <laughs> Really, any answer is a good answer. Um, 
You know, there was a dude, Doc Funk was really, really active. He was a Twitter account that was very, very active in the early, early days of NBA Twitter. And I was most, I think I'm, my persona was most like him. I don't know what he's doing now. Another Washington, D.C. guy. Hey, we're, we're very much out here. It's sad when, like, NBA Twitter or just Twitter people in general blow up and then go away. And you're just, like, wondering, like, yeah, what, what happened? Is are they just at their graphic design job in, like, Tacoma? Like, yeah. 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 And probably, like, just, like, a lot healthier mentally for not being on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. But it's got, you get good, like, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. But you get, you, there's, <laughs> there's got to be perks, right? Like, I heard when you go to Flight Club, they show you what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Is that true? <laughs> uh, that's not true. But I mean, you did like there's very like minor perks occasionally. Okay. There was a so Twitter had a uh, a watch party for Lakers Blazers earlier this season at Ooh. some hotel in Hollywood that like I got to go to with some other people from the Ringer. So that was fun. They couldn't just like get you to the game. They, well, it's, they don't have pull like that. All right, you know? all right. Twitter, Twitter's free. Okay, yeah. I guess that's that's true. It's a, maybe a Warriors game. So that's time. kind of like a minor, very extremely minor perk. What was the hors d'oeuvres looking like? Did they have? No, those were good. Buffalo, I mean, free food buffalo is dope. chicken, buffalo free chicken sliders. Free food in any situation is the shit. Carving station? No carving station, but okay. you know they had like uh, you know the waiters coming out with the all black yeah, that's fit and the little like uh, crostinis with like yeah. some kind of weird tuna on it. Wooden toothpicks. Hell yeah! I think there are tiers to free food though. Oh for sure. Oh sure. Like if you go to a wedding. If you go to a white person's wedding, it's like, <laughs> like that's the lowest tier of free food. But if you go to like a Korean wedding, it's like that's the, the best free food possible. Mm. Like a Korean buffet at a wedding is like the best shit I've ever eaten. My buddy uh, Rob, his wife is uh, from Swatow, and they had a entire pig. Oh, like and they were cutting up every single part of the pig. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah. Non-white weddings are the best. White yeah, weddings are like lame as hell. Or, like chicken or fish is right, like the most depressing, like free food situation you can you can get. Yeah, I had a couple good little salmons at some white functions. I don't know, it wasn't that bad. I was expecting well, something. Uh, yeah, terrible. it's still good because it's know, free. Yeah. Hey, they can grill a salmon. That's all I need. We have mastered that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a podcast about basketball, podcast for about sure. Basketball. Fantastic, uh, and got, free food. And yes, food. Yeah. free food. I have some baked chicken in the uh, the fridge. For That's real? it. Yeah. Right. A little bit of homemade mayonnaise, so if anyone wants to get married, you know, let's uh, we got the food for it. (laughs) All right, before we get to the real NBA, I want to I want to ask you, Jason, sure, fake NBA. Uh, I love the fake NBA. You wrote the script for NBA 2K18, is that correct? No, I didn't completely write the entire script, but I was part of the team of writers that wrote the script. I I think most of my stuff that's in there is like the social media stuff. I wrote I wrote all Levar Ball shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. God. What was that like? Did you talk to LeVar at all? I did, did not. You like, I, did you do a ride-along with LeVar Ball? All I did was watch about an hour of LeVar Ball YouTubes and was like, okay, I got the voice. And I just started writing. I just fired. It, like, they were literally like, here, fill out this Excel sheet of LeVar Ball tweets. Wow. <laughs> were, you, uh, were you a big 2K fan before you, you worked on the game? I mean, what choice do we have? You know, this we, is, we, live in a, uh, we live in a hegemony right now. I'm an I'm a NBA live. Get the fuck out of here. I'm doing it. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. You're only live because your friends got live. Like otherwise, you would be 2K. That's... Nah, I was I was integral. I was on the voting team. I was on the committee. Wait, now so you've been live since when? Since nah, forever? Look, no, because I wasn't anything for like six years. Once 2K got to the point where I couldn't make free throws, I was like the hell with. Oh yeah, this. when they started you know doing that, when they started doing the pullback, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit was I was like the hell with this. Yeah, I mean, I was having sex with, like, you know, like, girls and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was like, the hell, I'm out on all games. I'll, I'll say and then the, I came back. I'll say the shot stick, like, ruined the game. Shot stick is the worst fucking thing. I, that's another thing. I can't finish. I couldn't finish I at the rim. Can I finish a layup, please? Yeah. Like, if I'm LeBron and I break free and I'm at the fucking rim, why am I not dunking? Like, I should... If I drop the controller, he should dunk. Exactly, dog. I'm running plays to perfection. I'm backdooring niggas out of the ass. Princeton <laughs> offense shit. And I can't <laughs> score at the rim? And I'm supposed to keep playing this shit? No. It's easier to score in live, and nobody plays it, so I'm on the fucking leaderboard. And <laughs> I, I like that. And they got the WNBA, and I watch them work. 
That's it. I mean, you just really simulate good. a game and watch it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just simulate <laughs> simulate season. Jamel yeah. is the only person like simulating WNBAs in like in like January, just because he misses that summer feel so much. And, like, gambling with Randy over. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I was live. Yeah. I was live for like the the aughts, and then they fell off pretty hard. Like I want to say around like 2005 or six. Oh, for sure, it was a mess. And then that's when I transitioned to live, and I've basically been live ever since. Even though I, I will acknowledge that NBA, you mean you basically two K? Excuse yeah. me, two K. Yeah. I've been two K ever since. Even though I will acknowledge that there are certain like, there there are weaknesses to the platform. There's like the menu system is abs- is so fucking confusing. I can't score inside because shot stick, and various other small things that are just annoying but otherwise like what i do is i i set my season to uh like what what is the second to last lowest setting and i'm just like turn my dunks up to 99 yes i'm just pick and roll dunk pick and roll dunk pick and roll dunk go to the finals win and that's fun as fuck it's fun as fuck that's all we ever wanted man. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. all i ever wanted but 2k is like well did you also want a uh, daily live television show as your game loads like no i don't want that i don't want to watch like some piece with like uh like the, like the inside McCollum the nba knockoff yeah 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 pass hard pass on that um did you get to be in any of the voiceover sessions or anything I, like d- that i didn't but i got to like see some of the mocap stuff like in in various stages of development that was really interesting i got to see like uh i got to see demarcus cousins's uh like mocap for one of his scenes that is I think you can see it online. I got to see like a raw version of it. You can see it online, and it's like fucking wild how like how aggressively he's not trying to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about to say because I feel like he might be. He's he's a genuinely funny. He's a genuinely funny dude, and I was hoping he would be like a good actor, or, yeah, like into he's it. He's like nah, so so so. He is down in the paint, really trying real hard to not do this. That's thing. a good tagline for most of his career. <laughs> Just like trying not to do this. Yeah. Just like ugh, begrudgingly living up to his talent and potential. That was fun. I mean, that funded my move to Los Angeles. Really, that no was shit, like a really? great thing that happened. Yeah. Hell yeah! Bro. Shout out two K. Shout out two K for making it possible. Hey. Yeah. Thank you for getting Jason out here. We yeah. needed him out here. Did we? I don't yeah. know. I feel I feel the presence was needed. I th- I you know what I say? L.A. needs more people. <laughs> <laughs> you say that every day. Every day, I'm like, more people move here, please. We need more people to try to be comedians. There's <laughs> not a lot. Of, not a lot of those. No, not there's not enough. Yeah. Clearly. Um. All right, guys. Should we talk about the real NBA now? Let's do it, man. Well, since we we dropped uh, we dropped the uh, Boogie Cousins reference, uh, do you guys oh, want to talk about God. Boogie's debut? When I debut? saw him come through the tunnel in a short sleeve, all tan Coogee sweater, <laughs> I knew we were doomed. It was everything we thought it was going to be. Fucking fourteen or fifteen minutes, I, we're fucked, dude. I'll say like, all I could think about was uh, the Nas and and uh, Puff Daddy hate me now song the whole time <laughs> yeah. especially when it's like yeah. his first basket is a dunk and it's just like think i hate you too that's how it felt every yeah, play it really did is that song like, from the godzilla soundtrack in no 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 that's come with me that oh, was yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right that's yeah right. Okay. he did the fucking led that zeppelin just, that was cover cut off yeah yeah Moss's record yeah yeah no that was in the, that's a single that's a single on i am oh yeah Whatever. Anyways, it's all true. Uh, yeah, they Hate just need, they needed they needed a little more talent. They were a little bit you know it's like they weren't quite there with Finally, the level of talent you know, they had. Finally, an all star who's really going to spread the floor for them. They and hit really, from the outside. They really needed to add that low post presence, and I think they did it with this. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, is it? I feel like it was fun because they were on, had lost you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen games. They yeah. felt like at least people were competitive with them, and now is it just like? I mean, the only reason that Clippers game was close was because they missed. He was the only one making threes right. for them. Well, I think so part, part of it is is it really feels like this is like the flip the switch season for them, kind of like the, the 2000, 2001 Lakers season where it's like Shaq and Kobe were like uh, Shaq specifically was like, fuck it. I'm not even trying during the regular season. Yeah. And then they go like 15 and one on people yeah. in the postseason. It I'll really in shape in April. Like, yeah. By it, April. Yeah. It really feels like Draymond specifically. He's just like, yeah, we're good. Like we got. Hall of Famers on this team, multiple. Do you think Draymond can flip that switch? Do you not think he's like 
hurt and I, not I mean, a great three-point shooter maybe. I and... think the shooting is probably not coming back ever. He's never He was never really a good shooter. But it's kind of like uh, that ability to play at the pace that he was playing for with switching and the really hard like yeah. screen setting. And, I see what you're saying. The energy. The, en- the, en- the glue... The glue energy that he get, gives them is really the thing that like lifts them to another level. And I think, like when they put fifty one on the Nuggets in the first quarter, that was just like was I'm terrified now. And it's weird because like we've been all down on Draymond this season. He's kind of had an off year. But if you look at it, like just with shooting, it's like his three point shooting is like way down. It was never great yeah. to begin with. But, like, he's still a playmaker. He still does a lot of intangibles. And now they have Boogie Cousins just stepping in and be like, all right, I'll be that, like, that fourth three-point shooter. He's making need. now, like, two or three more of those plays a game than he was the first half of the season where you're like, oh, fuck you, that was an amazing pass. Right. Or fuck you, you picked that ball off beautifully. Yeah. It's like he he's kind of awoken a little bit, it seems like. Who can, st- who can stop them? This is what's annoying. It's annoying. LeBron. <laughs> We're going to talk about this right now. The Lakers are feisty as fuck. They really are. Without LeBron, like Zubac, like they are fun. <laughs> Zubac! How are you starting with Zubac? Yo! How is that the first Zubac? Zubac! The Zubac renaissance is here. I, I remember. I like, fuck with Zubac. Remember, no, like, no. it was like two seasons ago when the hard, hard, hardcore Laker fans were like, "Yo, Zubac." I was, I was in the lift. I was every lift. Yo, I was in the back of niggas Zubac. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's back. He's he's doing all those little things around the basket. He's cutting hard. He's making like really Fine. good decisions down there. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of true. And anybody looks good next to JaVale McGee just being a, a wild man. I love JaVale. You need a, a Warriors injury and a flawless LeBron, like a totally healthy LeBron, yeah. maybe. Maybe, I feel like, is the only thing that can stop that. Well, do they need Lonzo? Because last night he went yeah, out with a sprained ankle. X-rays came back negative, but the Lakers are going to hold him out until he gets an MRI. Like, How much does Lonzo's and LeBron and Rondo's absence hurt their next two weeks? I mean, hella, but they're finally figuring out how to play defense without him. But they're in the ninth spot right now. Do they go down to the 12th? Yeah, they, they, if think... Lonzo's good, I think they're good. I think they'll at least hang on to seven or eight range. Cause he like didn't he leave at the end of that Rockets game? He like tweaked his ankle or some shit. Yeah, that's but what he was. Saying, they yeah. were playing good. Yeah, he was strapping. It looked bad at the time too. Like he couldn't put any weight on it. Yeah, yeah. No he basically got carried off like Lieutenant Dan. God, I, I can't see. I can't really see a situation in which they don't. Uh, they don't lose some momentum unless it, you know maybe this is a chance for us to see like does it, can Ingram. Does Ingram have like a couple another notches that he can go up? Nope. He had eleven, like, as a he had 11 assists. I want the, he does. He had eleven but he won't assists two it, games ago. Weirdly, I think they beat OKC. He had eleven assists, career high. I mean, he's been in OKC. You're starting to see him really blossom, like as a primary ball handler and a playmaker. It will be interesting when LeBron comes back to see like how that meshes because that's it's great for him and his development, but it's also a thing that kind of doesn't. You don't know if it works when LeBron comes back. As a recovering Cavs fan, yeah, I will say they went zero and eight last year with him off the floor. Yeah. And if they can somehow translate any amount of this like energy and off ball movement and defense to when he's back, I mean, I think that's like real progress. That's yeah. like a real. This team is gonna be better. I feel like for the first half too, they just. It's scary and intimidating and uncomfortable to play with LeBron, especially if you're 20 years old. I mean, Tyron Lue, like, had to go to counseling and shit. <laughs> like, he's, yeah, just by, yeah, just from proximity, he's like, this is fucked up. Tyron yeah. Lue, like, had to go see, uh, go, had to go see someone about it. Yeah, yeah, he's on Zoloft. Look. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect time, you know, if LeBron's back and he's good, it's all injury-based. Like you said, if they're good, they'll be good. This is the perfect time for him to be out. They're doing things without him. Uh, you know, sisters are doing it for themselves. <laughs> and I'm most excited to see what screenplay LeBron drops on us. What has he been working on Space in his Jam. two weeks off? Space Jam. Yeah, he's just, you know, They're giving notes not, on Space Jam, too. Polishing Space Jam. Yeah. Now, here's a... What, uh, what, what, okay, what room do you think LeBron <laughs> gathered to... to pol- like, what room of NBA players do you think he gathered to punch up Space Jam, too? I mean, you know Mike Beasley was in there. Blake Griffin, for sure. And uh, the funniest man in, uh, in NBA history, Richard Jefferson. Here's a, here's a conspiracy <laughs> theory that's, uh, that's, that's waiting to happen. Somebody out there needs to find out 
when production starts, officially starts on Spaceship. Mm. Because if it's anywhere near May or June, you're going to start hearing people be like, does LeBron even, like, is, he's he's probably good if they don't make the playoffs. or get a good Yeah, no, nah, there's no way that he'd allow it. He can't allow it. You can, you can, like, have a set date for production of, like, first week of June and then just push, though. I feel like you? if you're LeBron... Right, you could just do some other animation. Like, all right, shit. Put, hit they hit the pause button on this. Or guys. like, let's get all of our uh, I don't know, and because well, the bigger question is who are going to be like the five dudes who are going to be like you have to have five other NBA stars. Chris Paul. No. Oh, that's that's such a bummer though. Is he going to be like Anthony as whiny? Davis, a if little they bit? do Anthony Davis, that's that's the, the move. Shit, he should be recruiting with Space Jam too for sure. That is a great idea. Because it should be, but you know they probably put Boogie. Boogie's going to be the biggest monster. That's true. You already know. That's already written. He Boogie already is, is going to play for the aliens. Boogie's like, fuck all you guys. Yeah. Why would I do this? I'm going to play with the aliens. What Looney Tunes are they going to fucking use? Because nobody gives a fuck about the yeah, Looney nobody, Tunes that's, anymore. That's just, they're just done. They're, they're a dead with... squad. This is kind of like a backdoor pilot for like relaunching the Looney Tunes as a brand, I feel like. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. I love the Looney Tunes on gear. I want he... them back. I want the Warner Brother T-shirts back. Like when the cops come, yeah, Warner, Warner Brother. Brother. Oh, yeah. shit. I want both of those. Can, well, can they do a thing where they just take like uh, Dora the Explorer and like other cartoons, like different cartoons from different companies, and Ooh. put them together? Like Wreck It Ralph? It like yeah. a real yeah. squad? Because it kind of feels like yeah, like you're right. There is no like yeah. there is no dominant yeah. Looney Tunes esque squad. The Looney Tunes there. are the Eastern Conference of cartoons, <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to let the players pick. Who they want? So the West Coast is just all Muppets? Is that what it is? No, the West Coast is SpongeBob and fucking... Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. And Wally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all the really hard by Nemo. All of them. That's the Western Conference. And the East is Looney Tunes and fucking Wacky Racers. And the Gargoyles. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Gargoyles, gargoyles are, are the, Philly. Are the, That's the Sixers. What? Y'all are the Gargoyles plus like SWAT cats. I take that. Yeah, it ain't bad. Uh, speaking of cartoons, human cartoon and uh, famous uh, 11% brain user Michael Beasley for the oh, Lakers. Hey, uh, DC, yet again, my son. Yeah. He was better than – that's the word is he was the guy. When they were in, both in high school at the same time, he was like Beasley or Durant. And Beasley like, brought Beasley this was up better. earlier, I guess in the summer. He was like, I'm, I'm up there with, with Durant and LeBron. Nobody's just giving me a chance. In PG County, yeah. yes, he is. Yeah. Anywhere on the like blue or orange lines, green line, yeah. he's with him. But anyways, I'm bringing him up now because he tried to check into a game. Uh, the, uh, the game against the Thunder that the Lakers ended up winning with his practice shorts on, uh, which is so silly and delightful. But I guess I just wanted to ask you guys, is there a time when you showed up to something important wearing the exact wrong thing? I had I had two different shoes on once. <laughs> Where? That's very. I, I to like to school basically. I got dressed <laughs> in the dark and I wore two different shoes, but I tried to play it off like I'm trying to start something. <laughs> How'd it go? How'd it go? Did it work? It, it, it didn't really work. Was it like a loafer and like a no, tennis like, shoe? It was like a tennis shoe and a basketball shoe. <laughs> <laughs> It was like an Agassiz and a something else, or so I don't even know what it was. That is a recipe for hip dysplasia, yeah, my man. Yeah, and I just really and I tried to I tried to be like, this is like the new this is the new shit. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember any specifics. I've just I've split my pants in public before. I've been like underdressed at fancy places. Like I've been at like a like a like a like a decent restaurant in like a, a Greg Oden jersey, <laughs> some slight <laughs> slight shit like that. But I don't remember any like specific like. I came up and fucked it up. I've been the only dude like in a costume at a party. Whoa! What I've was the costume? What was the costume? This year, dude. Well, honestly, it was a half-ass costume. It was just me in a wig. <laughs> I had like a a gray wig on and like oh, a cardigan. I, this wig. I was yeah. saying that I was an anime granddad, like a granddad, <laughs> a granddad who goes to anime conventions. A granime? Yo. Love a good poor man. Yeah, it's a fucking Halloween party. All comics. Me and fucking Marty and Randy show up in fucking costumes like assholes. Everybody else got, you know, regular ass jackets and shit. Comics would have a Halloween party and nobody, nobody shows dress, up dressing. Yeah. yeah, I felt totally comfortable. These fucking tools. <laughs> I never forgot her clothes, but I did. I'm a musical man myself in high school. I did do the first act of Crazy for You with my fly wide open. <laughs> Um, and that scarred me for life. Nobody stepped to you and was like, 
Pete. No. Nobody nobody told me. That's I, what, well, because when you get off stage, you're like in the dark, and then you go on stage, and no one was looking at my junk. We were all trying to you know do all the tap dancing and shit. Yeah. So I, I am constantly checking my fly anytime I'm about to be on stage. And, it, and I feel bad because I feel like people think I'm like just grabbing my junk, but I'm right. just constantly making sure the zip is correct because I'll never how not it, have that how feeling. How did it become uh, clear to you that this was – what was going on? Like I went to the bathroom uh, at intermission, like, oh. and I was like, I don't need to zip this because my – I mean, nothing was hanging out, but it was, like, wide open. Did anybody say anything? No. That's great. No, no not in my cast. And I don't no, think but anybody – so nobody noticed. I don't think so. I mean, it's all, like, parents and shit anyways, so I don't feel like any parents are going to be like, nice job, 15-year-old boy with your fly <laughs> down. You know, I – that just fucked me up. I've never – Beasley also, I will say just last night, he checked his, like – he checked his shorts, looked down at some point, and was like, oh, I'm good. And then like was about to take a step on the court, too. Someone had to like right. hold him back. Yeah. 11% is too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Too uh, much of your brain. I don't think that there's – the thing is like all the, these examples that we've just listed off, that's excusable because in the course of your life, there's no – well, I guess like not your example, but there's really no – you don't have like an – a uniform for life you know what i mean it's like yeah, your job is just to get part of your job is just to get dressed in the same shit the uniform literally just put the shorts on and the jersey and go out and how you mess that up is really wiggins did it too earlier that like two weeks ago where he forgot that he just had the workout shirt on what if beasley was doing it on purpose what if he thought for a split second like yo Watch not matching this. is cool as fuck it might happen it might work Let's see if what happens, and then he punks out when he gets to the scorer's table. Or did no? Somebody had to tell him take him off. Yeah, yeah. The trainer like really, it was like, yeah, it was, it's like, like, like trying to stop him. Yeah, yeah. They should have let him play. He wanted it, man. He should. He just wanted to be cool. Beasley, Derrick Rose is really one of the weirdest. Who should go first lotteries of all time? When you look back at it, <laughs> <laughs> it was a real discussion too. Like, it was a real debate. <laughs> Which one of these guys is the better guy? Never the dude who went to fucking Kansas State. That's just... A, I, 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 didn't, a I wasn't school. even aware that there was a Kansas State. Exactly. Until, Why, until come on, man. <laughs> there's a reason he went to Kansas State. And there's a reason Kansas State kind of sucks. I know Derrick Rose is a bad dude. I was a little disappointed that he rescinded on telling everyone in the media to kill themselves if he didn't like like what he was doing. I was like, I, if you're going to say that, like, stand by it, man. Like, if you're going to play iso ball even like with the ghost of tibbs i don't know kill yourselves is like just it's just a slang term it goes back long time yeah. in rap like it, he didn't even like think about it in terms of implications of like depression. he has li- literally done so many worse things in his life yeah it was than like kill weird yourself. that he had to apologize yeah I'm like <laughs> yeah it was definitely a bizarre energy i will say like there is a just to bring it down for a second Please there do. is like an actually an interesting conversation to be had about um like policing language in a sport that's predominantly black, um, like because as you say, that is a that is a com- that is a phrase in common usage in rap and in Chicago specifically um, that obviously just went over the heads of the media members in that case. Um, so it's like it is actually like aside from the fact that it's apologize, like an interesting conversation to be had about that. This is what needs to happen: the NBA refs instead of interacting with the fans should interact with the best of comic view <laughs> watch the old comic view tapes all the stuff's on youtube for free guys get accustomed with the vibe because that's what you're dealing with on the floor is the comic best of comic view. view yeah you you remember when lebron would say shucky ducky after yeah, crack, crack. <laughs> <laughs> after remember? a bad call yeah. yeah remember when they gave him a tech for doing that <laughs> yeah. shucky ducky yeah. quack quack yeah First round against Indiana. That's the only reason it went to seven. Because of the shucky ducky quack quack call. (laughs) Kendrick Perkins does say hamburger. Hamburger. He does that. That's how he still ends up on rosters. He's just fun. I I wish he was still on a roster. (laughs) What? Come to the Wiz, baby. Come up the the highway, baby. A 10-day contract at the end of the season for the Lakers, probably. How'd you feel when he when he got signed for the Caps? How what was that like for you, Pete? Fine, it was great. Which uh, I mean, he's just LeBron's boy. LeBron could do whatever he wanted. And the thing was, I know that David, well, David Griffin aside, but like if this year is uh, any evidence of LeBron's greatness, yeah. it's just that like 
Like, let him sign whoever he wanted. Like, yeah. just put whoever you wanted on that team. They are such a joke. With the best thing they've done this year was just fuck over the Warriors with McCaw. That was <laughs> that, it. That was and just that was so mild too. It, and it was also the Warriors were trying to get them in trouble. It's like guys, you you lowballed this dude. And this is like your fault. Yeah, just like match match the fucking match six million dollars. Match it and don't cry. Uh, your luxury tax problems have nothing to do yeah. with Patrick McCaw. Like I, Perk was fine, man. Perk was fun. He's fun to get rowdy on the bench, like wearing like. Uh, wearing like a, a nice suit jacket with like a hoodie in the back, a, like that, making a pouty face. The genius of LeBron is he's like, and so okay, I need the shooting. Uh, get me Kyle Korver. Get me uh, Kevin Love. Uh, I need somebody who's going to uh, who can ISO in the final minutes of a game, and then I need Perk. Basically, just as a threat in the locker room, he will never play. But in case anybody steps out of line, I have Perk to just, like, scout. Enforcing yeah. in the locker room and on the floor. Yeah, Refs, anyone. Anybody. He needs a Johnny Drama for, I, his, yeah. for his entourage. These guys are tired of hearing me talk about it. But I will say, if JR and George Hill don't fuck up, I think that series goes to at least six games. I think the total energy of that series is changed. And that fucking charge call. Like, that change. If If... All those things don't happen, and the Cavs steal game one. The Warriors are in their fucking heads at least for another game. I'm going to go ahead and just take the mic from you. <laughs> I wanted to rip it out of your hands when you said George Hill. But all that aside, I got to ask you something that has nothing to do with anything. At least anything like important in real basketball. But what's it going to take for Thomas Sadoransky? <laughs> <laughs> To be respected, to to get to get the tweets he deserves, he's got to get off the zards, man. He's just got to get out of that context. I mean, I, I think you know, it, it's just he's not even like the top five thing you want to know about when you want when people want to check in on a national level, want to check in on what's going on with the zards, you know. That team it's is so like, dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah there's five other beautiful. things, and it's all about the dysfunction that like. It's like, and they play basketball uh, also. Could we could we change the Ewing theory to the John Wall theory? Just because, I mean, they're not even that much better, but boy, does that team so much happier without Beale, John Wall. Beal is like a legitimate stud when Wall is not there. You can really just feel the relief around yeah. that whole team, which is unfortunate because, you know, John Wall uh, makes like $44 million a year, some fantastic sum. Here's what I said, and here's what I still believe yes yes that's a lot of money it is but hey who who got us on the national level at all ernie grunfeld (laughs) get get out of my house i just put my name on the lease get out of my house i mean john put in some good years man and he's fucking hurt and he sucks so we give him a contract that sucks and who cares? Yeah, we did it. And yeah, we're not tanking. Fuck it. Let me. How is there anybody in America that has a more secure job than Ernie Grunfeld? Mm. This guy could take like toxic waste and spill it like into a school cafeteria. <laughs> and part nothing, of a trade. Yeah, and, I think no, he did. and nothing would happen. I think he did. <laughs> I. You I mean you're right? But uh, so what? <laughs> Fuck, man. It's a fucking GM of a basketball team. If he was a surgeon who was killing people, I'd be more concerned. Sure. Jason, do you find your allegiances? You're because you're a Knicks guy. I'm a Knicks fan. Now, and how long have you been on LA now? A year and six months. Okay. Do you see at all your? I mean, for me, it took. Now I've been on her almost nine years, mm-hmm. and I feel like my fiance got into the, like Kyle Kuzma, so I'm like, all right, LeBron's here. Right. Like she wants to bang Kuzma. Like, all right, like we could be Lakers sure. fans. That's great. But do you feel any kind of allegiance at all to either of the Lakers or the Clippers yet? And uh, which one is it? I, th- you know, not really. I do enjoy the kind of pageantry and the imperiousness of the Lakers. It, it is like the Roman Coliseum. It There's really, some really... Like the, it's it's magisterial to to watch. And I really, it's like I know a lot of Lakers fans. I know some Clippers fans as well. That's like a really tortured existence that I don't want to get. I don't want to be involved in that much. But uh, it's really been fun to watch Laker culture from from this close. They do have a, like a really excited and engaged fan base, and like they really feel like we are the sh- we are the fucking Lakers 
You're coming in at the right time because for the last decade, they had that feeling, but their teams were so trash and they just could not, like, reconcile it. So you're really getting, like, the upswing of that My two favorite things that happened during the trash years before the upswing was, one, um, the stay Dwight Howard billboard that went up on the side (laughs) of the stage, which I think is, is the most shameful disgraceful thing that has maybe ever happened to a great franchise in sports around the world. Unbelievable. You're begging this guy to stay. The only other... The only other... The only... You went to a printer and were like, I need need a billboard. It's got to be 40 feet by 30 feet. I'm going to put it on the side of Staples and it's got to say, stay D12. Well, we all know that the only other kind of billboards like that for Dwight Howard are on high schools, and it says, stay away. <laughs> so we really, it's, it, was, it was a weird vibe for him, too. Ugh. You don't have to comment. That's just a running theme in our uh, Airbuds podcast. We like to call it Dwight out for his proclivities. <laughs> he, uh, my, this is kind of an aside now, but uh, one of my favorite things about uh, Dwight's life is that he has multiple children with multiple women, young children. Young women as well. Multiple is like also, that's a mild way to describe. I it. wouldn't know it's multiple. I think, but I think it's as a, it's, it's I many. Think it, I think. It, yeah. I think it that covers it. Yeah. And in one of the recent profiles of him, they talked about like the stuff that he has in his home, his hobbies. He's a man of many hobbies, and he's got like a lot of predatory snakes, like boa constrictors, and like guns, like literally the two things that you can't you can't have kids around these. <laughs> Yeah, snakes and guns. And he's just got a lot of kids. It's just like a wild combination <laughs> of things. Yeah. Was that the profile? Or am I thinking of a different profile of a different person? Where like, but that person was like, I just like to you know sit in front of the tank and stare at the snake for hours. I think that like, might have been him. Yeah, I think that was him. It's like, what else could he have? Just like standing pools of water with like electrical cables like <laughs> yeah. running yeah. through them. You know? Yeah. It's a this, great way to make sure your yeah. kids are super villains. <laughs> yeah. This is Spider-Man my, uh, my villains. giant trash compactor that I... Hey, yeah. come see this. I, the kids right. hang around. Yeah, I stand yeah. in until the walls yeah. get too close, and then I run out real right. quick. Yeah, yeah. go past the rusty nail, and then keep going. <laughs> and maybe the worst thing about Dwight, though, is I feel like he's the kind of guy who like reads like joke books for bathrooms and is like, oh, I got to remember this one for when I go into the locker room. Oh, yeah. It's like... That's the worst thing about Dwight That's Howard. the worst thing about Dwight. Yep. Yeah. You heard it here first. Of the worst sins, thing that Dwight Howard has ever done yeah. is his shitty jokes. Yeah. The, the Dwight House is like, can we, what's like the opposite of a t-shirt? For inmates? I don't know. Like people should be forced to wear, remember he's like, am I going to go to the Dwight House? Oh, I, that was, and he like looked at the camera. Right. Like, <laughs> with a little smile. and it's gave like it waiting for the wink. curb music it's to start like, because it was so good. It was like, what? Did you, you guys remember his old... I think you'd have to go on, on Wayback Machine to see it. But he had a, a a website when he was with Orlando. And the bio portion, where it's like about me, is the wildest shit you, you'll ever <laughs> read. It's like Dwight Howard, six foot 11 with the body of Adonis carved out of ebony marble. <laughs> That's the shit. I'm not even fucking around with you. That was the shit. That the was bio like... on his MySpace page. No, yeah. that was where... that was his bio on his like I... his Angel Fire yeah. page. Oh yeah. God. You think self threatened or did he hire a copywriter? I, I he had to hire a team. Like yeah. to, that's like the kind of thing that you have to hire like a team to do. Do you remember when Dwight and Shaq were in a mini feud because uh, Dwight wore a cape and had the Superman S on his chest yeah. at an all-star dunk contest? Yeah. That's one of those then, things that everybody just came out looking bad. Like yeah. Shaq comment. And Shaq was like really fucking mad about it. He's like, I'm Superman. <laughs> That's my thing. Here, let me read this to you. Orlando Magic Center Dwight Howard Jr. is not just a basketball player. True. He is one of the most charismatic and thus popular basketball player. Player not players, mm. player on earth. His muscular physique resembles... Sorry. His muscular physique resembles a six-foot-eleven bronze statue of Apollo. His resume belies his 24 years of age while reading like the first chapter of a sports monopoly. And people try to say it was Stan Van Gundy's fault. The home, the homegrown Atlanta Georgian has I knew it pillared wasn't Stan's fault. 
has pillared his brand on ferocious dunks and electric smiles. No. Stan Van Gundy should have a golf course named after him in Orlando right now. What is and this? Dwight ruined it. What is a sports monopoly? There's many questions. Hold on. I, I know this is long. We're going long now. No, we can continue. No, no, no. Go. We, we have no time. Not a single post player today can match Dwight Howard's dominance. This uh, is a, I, this. I love this. I love this drive-by shot here he takes. Houston Rockets center and Chinese superstar Yao Ming has failed to near his productivity. <laughs> Why are you taking shots? Leave Yao, Yao alone. He's, yeah. just gonna, like, He's a real person. <laughs> Dwight has snatched the torch and Superman moniker from the hands of the world's last great center, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my God. He brought it up. (laughs) It's just, like, incredible. It's really – it's unbelievable. Like, I urge anyone with uh, access to the Internet, get on that Wayback Machine uh, DwightHoward.com. Read that bio. It's unbelievable. I need to rewrite my bio to, like, include snipes at other people. (laughs) Like – why the fuck not? Dwight signed a lot of big contracts after that bio. <laughs> like I could, my bio said that I did mushrooms while hosting a trivia night. Is that true? <laughs> For a while, that was true. How'd that, how'd that work but, out? But I, it was okay because it wasn't a bunch of people. Oh yeah, it was fairly empty. Mm. So I got to cruise, you know, got some chicken tenders. I was good. Wow. But it shouldn't have been in print. <laughs> 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 that was a mistake. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to bring up another topic. Sure. Uh, towards, towards the end of Saturday night's uh, very good Sixers Thunder game. Oh, yeah. Uh, that spicy was, as well. Yeah, very spicy. Well, the spiciness started when Joel Embiid uh, went up for a block on a breakaway layup for Westbrook. Westbrook kind of ducked under, uh, causing Embiid to crash into him. Yeah. And then they both went tumbling on the floor. Westbrook looked like he got hurt and then got up and tried to fight Embiid. Because he shoved him. Extra shove on the way down. Did he really try to fight him, though? No. I mean, it was a hold me back. He jumped up. It was a hold, it was me, a hold back. me back. Yeah. Russ has some of the best really aggressive and really deceptive hold me backs. Because he pops up so fast yeah. that it just shocks people. He did. And then jump people up are like, like, oh, my God. I am not a WWE guy, but that felt like the most WWE the NBA has been. Because like when Marcus Smart charged that dude on the Hawks yeah, yeah, uh, a- last night, I was like, you're going you're gonna to get it. You're going to get it for real. Marcus but, also has a has a long history dating going back to college. Oh, yeah. Of just like, I, I'll punch this guy. Yeah. Like, I'll, but I'll the, do that. The Westbrook Embiid was fun. I mean, that yeah. wasn't like, I feel like they know that they're, like, they both know their, like, personalities and personas, right? Like, that wasn't like, they're not actually going to get in it. Embiid well, it was, is, to your point, it was very WWE because, like, Russ was, like, crawling he looked like a wrestler who got hit in the face with a chair <laughs> and then like crawls across the ring like howling and like rolling around and it suddenly jumped up like yeah and then after the game westbrook uh when a reporter asked are you guys cool fuck no fuck no beautiful and then to Embiid's on Embiid's end he just said i don't know russ is in his feelings all the time <laughs> uh so it seems like and Bede's like, maybe this is a moment where he's like, I don't want to talk shit against this guy. I want to kind of try to get out of this because he might actually go nuts. Nah, that's an, ass, that's a, an asshole remaining an asshole. Yeah. Hey, I don't know what he's talking about. I didn't do nothing. I agree. Also, just I was bring, at a family barbecue. Bring it up, bring it up, especially in a sports context, whenever you're like, this guy's feelings are hurt. That's that's disrespectful in a way that's like uh, that guys really take umbrage at. I don't think I, I don't think Embiid's like worried. He's seven foot one or two and like so big so right. huge but you know there are little guys like i would take patrick beverly in a fight over most other nba players i think because he'd fight dirty go right for the knees yeah just Hell dive yeah. right at your acl lead yeah. pipe type shit like take out that little pocket knife and just start sawing at your achilles <laughs> <laughs> the jeff van gundy theory is guards are the only ones who can fight anyway because nobody actually ever fights big guys they only ever almost get in fights. That's that's uh, a good. And guards are like actually at pickup games, like socking people. I don't know in the about face. that. I that's have a friend. His, that's the Jeff Van Gundy thing. I have a friend that's seven foot tall, and I've been with him, and he said this has happened his entire life. He's a, the nicest, sweetest guy, but at a bar, like the drunk person with like right. the the Napoleon. Uh, right. Complex. He's taking three to... months of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah. <it is> like <laughs> comes up to him and wants to like oh, fight like him. It's Eddie Murphy him. and Raw. That's yeah. when the, when Italian people see Rocky. Remember? <laughs> like, oh, you just saw Rocky. Look, little Italian white man. You know that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's exactly that. 
<laughs> so I think I think big people are targets, no matter like what their attitude are, is. Like if they're in public mm. and there's someone that is like predisposed to fighting, they're going to go after that guy to try to prove something. I okay, still- so then why did Embiid give him the extra? Pass block I on the way down. I don't the extra pass block. Oh, he didn't have to. He extended. If That's anything, a shove, bro. If anything, he thought Westbrook was trying to cut his legs out from him, and he reacted. Because Westbrook did go up and under. I agree. You, it's really hard for us to be judging people, like, falling down all the time. And we yeah. always just get to see their reaction in slow motion immediately after. Yeah. And that dude, like, falls hard. He's got a fucking long way to go. When he's falling. What's the best? I'm trying to think now of like a, a really good big man fight, and there's not like a lot of them. A lot of, of nearlies. A lot of. Shaq and, Sh- Shaq and, and Brad. Yeah. Uh, Brad Miller, where Shaq literally almost murdered Brad Miller, but like. Almost. Something like an angel whispered in Brad Miller's ear, and he twitched, and the, and the fist uh. just went past his <laughs> exactly. head. Exactly. Was angels in the Alfred situation? <laughs> yeah. Christopher Charles- Lloyd moved his head slightly. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> <laughs> you still have you still have things to do on this earth, Brad. <laughs> the closest we ever came was when Charles Barkley threw a ball at Shaq, and then Brad, and then Charles Barkley six four, so it doesn't even really count. Yeah, not that big. Does also, Kermit- when Shaq uh, shoved the whitest man in basketball history, old boy on the Knicks, what was it like? Oh, uh, uh, Dudley, Dudley, Chris, Chris Dudley. Dudley, good yep. friend of of a recent Supreme Court nominee and now Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. I think that's the moment he that's went conservative. Is when I that is the moment. <laughs> a large, successful, was, rich black man like embarrassed is, him in front, in front of, of everyone. I made that arena. exact joke on desktop. Shaq, <laughs> dumped, Shaq dumped him onto, into conservatism. <laughs> that's tight now. I give Shaq a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Way to go, Shaq. It's good Shaq on the Supreme Court. You know? It's the one thing he hasn't done. I, I mean, feel like... He's friends with... That uh, that four star general, right? Yeah, Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh no, I met the general from the insurance. <laughs> oh, okay, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Shaq also like a a a badge chaser, like oh, really for sure. sheriff Shaq, sheriff Shaq, like really into law enforcement. Yeah, that was yeah. like his thing for a little while. I was like, oh, I want to be a, I want to be a, a sheriff down in Palm Beach County. If he wasn't seven foot four hundred pounds, he would be accused of stolen valor like, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like I'm sure he has like a Vietnam era like like army uniform that he wears around his house. <laughs> he wants to play law enforcement guy. Oh, he wants to just be, imagining yeah. him in that uh, that singing meme face. You know, the one of him where he's like hitting a note yeah. in that full Vietnam general yeah. Yeah. suit. On a side note, did you guys see when Ernie said he likes to smash tricks? Yeah, and that Shaq, was, just his face was like, uh, oh my God. The best comedy program on television was, still. Ernie... Just learned what the word smash was and immediately used it the wrong way. <laughs> I know, <he> like, <laughs> oh, I was uh, I was uh, getting neck last night, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I like to do, Shaq? I like to get topped off. You ever, get topped off? you ever go to the coffee shop and get topped off? Kenny Smith doesn't know what it is either. Yeah. For some reason. Nice. I was driving the other day with my girlfriend and saw a license plate that said boofing. Oh, hey. hello. And I, Boof. I, she, she pointed it out and just was like, that's a funny license plate. And I was like, do you know what boofing means? And she was like, no. And I had the pleasure of telling her that it means, you know, smuggling shit in the jail in your asshole. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. A great, great moment in our relationship. We're engaged now. Shout out um, to uh, wonderful. young Gleesh. Uh, yeah. I'm not shy with it. Sometimes I'm boofing. <laughs> he said that in like oh eight. Guys, while we're uh while we're in the realm of Sixers, uh Jamel, you wanted to discuss Jimmy Butler's headband. Yes. Uh just the audacity to think that they would win a nationally televised basketball <laughs> game because he looked like a karate kid villain is it didn't sit well with me and uh he almost pulled it off, which I think is a credit to him. The ultimate asshole. He can play Throughout looking like the biggest dickhead of all time, it actually gives him strength. He's worn it before. He's worn it a few times with the Bulls and a few times. The top back headband. Yeah, I I never seen him in it before, but I feel like Montrez and Drew Holiday people are bringing have worn it so much more consistently. Are you just doing it because you're on national TV? Like own it, man. If you're going to do that, I wouldn't mind Jimmy Butler in that headband for the rest of the season. That'd be at least mixing it up or an interesting choice. I do like Ben Simmons with the headband. Who's no. it? No. no, I'm out. On out. That. No, I'm out on yeah. headband Why? Simmons entirely. Why? 
because I don't know. I think you just need to make one jump shot. <laughs> I think you need to. He has successfully he's, made he's can we, one seven jump now. shot. Can we talk? Can we talk about? Can we talk about Ben Simmons saying that at the end of that game he was ready to pull up for that three, <laughs> but then he saw quote Simmons's man sag off of him. And so he made that pass. It was like, first of all, you could have gone straight to the basket. Didn't do that. Yeah. Second of all, Jimmy was like double teamed. What? And <laughs> and third of all, you have taken one three in your NBA career. And it like, was because the shot clock was running out. Yeah. Like yeah. you were not pulling up for three. Don't yeah, please no don't give me this. That's fine that you don't have a jump shot right now. You're a young player. Very good. Super talented. I like your, your skill set. You were not pulling up for three. You he were had, not ready to pull up for three. Stop he, that. His girl was sitting front row. He had to say that. That's true. It's like an act like it situation. Like act yeah. as if. Like, for he's sure. like, I'm going to be hitting threes at some point. So if my girl, if me and my girl like are in an elevator and I see somebody <laughs> coming towards the elevator and I don't want them to come in, I'm going to act like I'm going to hit the button. Right. I'm going to wait. Stick that three out seconds like, like uh, 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 oh, I, oh, oh, I guess it's just me and you now. Ben Simmons Why, is definitely writing affirmations. <laughs> ben Simmons. No, that, I take that bit back. No, it's all bad. Ben Simmons is definitely writing affirmations like you are a badass style of like, I can hit jumpers. I can hit jumpers. Just write like 30, 40 of them every single night. You know, just will it into existence, I feel like, is the best thing. I know that's what Markel has to say. Like, I am healthy. Oh, My Markel. shoulder is fine. My shoulder is fine. You know, like, will that shit in your subconscious? See, that's the other thing with Markel that I don't understand is, like, if I was him, I'd just be like, look at Ben Simmons. That motherfucker can't shoot. Why can't I just be out there? Yeah. This guy can't do it at all. Because there's a, there's a guy ahead of you that's better at the things. That... <laughs> yeah, he's the like, second best person who sucks at shooting. Yeah, but it'd like, be like, there's the lane right there. Look, there's a guy who's doing it at, on the biggest stage, and he can't shoot. What division are the Suns in? Uh, the, what do you mean? Whatever the fuck. Not has, Pacific, whatever the other one is. The yeah, Southwestern yeah. Division. Yeah, yeah. So this is what they need to do. They need to gerrymander the league. They need to get the Pelicans <laughs> in the East, send the Sixers to whatever the fuck that division is, so Ben can just put up shots against the Suns. That would be the wildest gerrymandering situation ever. <laughs> the only way Philly's going to get their, their... spaghetti string all the way to Philadelphia. Any of their back. point guards to learn how to shoot a basketball is through gerrymandering. Hot take. Adam Silver, hit us up at Airbuds Pod yeah. on Twitter. Come if get you us. Talk to Jamal about his plan for gerrymandering in the league. Yeah. Come get Wait. us. Yeah. Please. I don't know. Fuck basketball. I'm off. <laughs> um, guys, one other topic. Uh, just want to talk about sure. it. It's in the it's in the realm, you know, of of NBA beefs. Uh, this might be. What is brewing is the wildest and, and most international of NBA abuse of all time. Uh, the New York Knicks and his canter oh, and former Whoa. Sacramento King, current employee of the Turkish state, Hato Turkoglu. Notorious steroid user, might I add as well. Pizza eater and we're now learning a minion of a dictator. Yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> is got, this is the biggest NBA beef of all time. It is yeah. international beef. And Hedo Turkoglu, we're talking about Derrick Rose, like throwing around like kill yourself. Like yeah. Hedo Turkoglu actually wants Enos Cantor to die. Right. He's yeah. like, He's, come, please get this guy out of America so that we can throw him in jail for literally forever. Yeah. Yeah. He, we are going to make this dude disappear. And I look, I don't like Enos Cantor. I think he runs his mouth. I think he's doesn't, doesn't sniff defense at all, but I'm going to ride with this dude forever to stay in America. So if he do fucking Turkaloo of all people can't get his ass thrown I'll, in jail. I'll say this. Enos Cantor, who, you know, double, double machine, great offensive rebounder, obviously not a good uh, defensive player, uh, very limited in that respect. Seems like a nice guy. I've met him one time. Uh, mildly I, annoying Twitter presence. Mildly annoying Twitter presence. I, I feel like blaming him for uh, the Turkish coup from a few years back is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I feel like lumping him in with that. Hey. I don't, I don't think you have all yeah. the evidence. If, you don't if know, the Knicks <laughs> made the playoffs, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> if you don't know, it was recently reported that uh, Turkey is trying to issue, uh, issue an international arrest warrant uh, because of his financial backing of uh, someone who apparently tried to... Uh, the Gulen, the Gulen movement. Yeah. So the yeah. Gulen, uh, Mike Flynn's trying to fucking kidnap Enos Cantor and get him to fucking Turkey. It's so Fela Gulen has like an international uh, network of schools that... Uh, 
are highly regarded but are controversial, especially in Turkey, and Anis Kanter supports these, uh, and is therefore uh, blamed for fomenting a coup in Turkey because Gulan is named as one of the people who yeah. ostensibly took part in this or planned yeah. it. So he's being blamed for funding a terrorist organization. Right. I just... I'm. The fact that it's Hito just makes me so sad. I used to love that guy. Yeah. I loved him. He's my fucking favorite. Him or in Orlando. He was the real Superman. You either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Fucking villain. (laughs) I knew it was all bad. When he was blonde, I should have known then. That was tough. Yeah, that that was was a a tough period in my life. That was a very, very weird energy when he was blonde. (sighs) Jesus. There are a lot of steroids on that team, too. Didn't Rashard Lewis get, like, was there some steroid stuff with him, too? They were just passing around, like, the fucking Oakland A's from the 90s. He had a thing. I forget what his excuse was, but, yeah, he had some sort of supplement issue, uh, which was also people were like, Rashard Lewis? What? Yeah. Skinny as hell. I guess it helped him make those threes. I don't know. Well, whatever. Fuck uh, fuck uh, Turkaloo. Come on, Hedo. Yeah. Turkaloo. This and Anna's cancer, we read segment, wasn't it? Yeah, this was worth it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I wanted to talk about it. All right, I'm sorry. I think that's crazy. I think it's ex- it's, it's, it's fucking it nuts. Ex- it's exceptionally crazy that crazy. a that a country is blaming an NBA player for causing a coup, and a former NBA player is like pointing the finger publicly. Is the mouthpiece? For is it. the mouthpiece for it? <laughs> yeah, like a literally a PR man for a dictator. It's a very strange thing that's happening. And if it wasn't for the fact that we're living through, like, literally the worst timeline ever, it, it, I think it would be a lot bigger news. Yeah. And it's kind of like every day it's, like, is the worst. Yeah. So it's like we can't talk about it. We'll talk about it later. There's fucking uh, UFOs. There's uh, legitimate evidence for UFOs now, and we don't talk about it because everything's bad. Do you think uh, Jim Dolan is a good guy now for not letting <laughs> for, for letting Ennis Cantor sit home, stay home from the trip? No, my guy, uh, my guy James Dolan gave uh, significant monies to the Trump campaign, and also like had ordered the Rockettes to go dance at his inauguration when many of them did not want to do so. Uh, and James yet Dolan he didn't make Ennis Cantor <laughs> march into his own death. <laughs> what a hero! Yeah, what a guy! <laughs> I know someone who used to work for James Dolan, and um, she would tell me that like he like would literally. They'd be on their private jet. She worked for like his music business, and like she would like fly with him on their jet, and that he would like cry because he like he wanted the Knicks to be good, and he was like trying his hardest, but like everyone hates him, and he would like just sit there in his chair like drinking a scotch, crying because nobody liked him. I don't think he was drinking scotch because he's he's a very famously a reformed alcoholic for many years now. So maybe we'll, oh, maybe apple maybe juice. That detail, yeah. It was brain, apple juice. You know? It was a, yeah, an apple yeah. juice. Apple crisp, juice on the rocks. Crisp apple juice and just tears. Yeah. He also used to take his whole staff to uh, uh, strip clubs and give them like hundreds of dollars each and be like, have fun. Wow. Yeah. What a mensch, that guy. Yeah. Huh? No, I'm not guy. saying that. I might cut that out, actually. No, Maybe no, no. I'll... Keep it in. Keep yeah. it in. All right. Um, guys, I don't, I don't know. Do you anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Jason, anything you want to say? Anything you want to go on the record? Uh, yeah, I feel like you need a platform. I think so. I'm on the platform right now. I just want to say that um, so we had um, Ariana Lenarski of of Dream City Tarot on NBA recently. Big fan of hers. And uh, I'll just I'm not going to say which ones, but several of her predictions are in play right now, and that's it. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood, but I will say that several of her predictions are currently in play. And what did you feel, have on desktop? Yeah, we feel really great about it. All right, Ooh. so go check out that episode with Ariana Lenarski on NBA desktop, and uh, try to figure out. Which ones are coming true? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, thanks for listening, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming out. Uh, fuck. We're online and shit. You no, know? All that. All that. Yeah. Where are you at yeah. besides NBA Desktop? Is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, there's the Binge Mode podcast and then uh, the Flat Circle, which is an after show for uh, True Detective Season 3 that comes out. On all your internet platforms, right after the East Coast airing of, can I still talk about season two? Even talk about, let's talk about. I just want to talk about how I I gave them a chance until the absolute last five minutes. As we, I was in. As we were saying, you know, before the before the tape started rolling, I actually think that that season did a did a real benefit to mankind by getting Vince Vaughn out of the paint. Yeah, we had to get you out of the frame, and your simulated death. 
in the middle of El Monte was perfect. Thank you, Vince Vaughn and HBO for ending your career. <laughs> ending your career. career. Uh, yeah. When when is this last uh, this last binge mode coming out, we're, dog? We're doing we're doing the. We're Right now we're recording it Monday. Don't uh, maybe don't put that on there. But we, I swear to God, I will, uh, we're, we'll, we're we'll recording this. it. We're uh, we're working on it right now. You're jonesing me, man. Work. I know. Jones, it's, it's just. The, I mean, it's the big one. It's the closer <sighs> of the book. You got me. You got me on pins and needles. I'm just, you know, refreshing yeah. that Apple podcast. Yeah, it's coming like soon. Today of the day. It's coming soon. That's the only reason we had you on, actually, just so I could ask that so, question. Uh, I'll tell you everything once, this, <laughs> once the stop is pressed. Um, check out mixtape February 8th. I'm just going to keep saying that over and over again at the Virgil. If you're in LA, Langston Kerman's on it. It's going to be good. Yeah, Langston's a great comic. Yeah, maybe Jamal will come on. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. Jamal, aren't you DJing Fade It now? Dude, I do everything. Yeah. I'm DJing. Um, I'm sewing up uh, quilts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whatever y'all need, man. Still letting the jerseys go. Uh, broccolihouse.com uh, for details on all shits. I'm headlining some shit in San Diego, Ooh. January 30th. And uh, Mike Trap for Trapper's Paradise is the Wednesday before this Wednesday, the 23rd, downtown. Proof Rock Pizza, it's free. Lineup's good. Come through. All right. Avalanche plugs there. Hit us up at AirBudsPod on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, at AirBudsPodcast at gmail.com. No at in the, in the beginning of it. But no. Just, yeah. uh, just send, send us your dick everyone. pics. Yeah, send us your dick pics. We'll take the dick pics. Milton Spare excited. the other people. Oh, we didn't let Milton get any plugs Milton's, in. Milton's in here. Yeah. Milton's got a podcast to promote. But yeah, check us out. Patreon.com slash AirBudsPod. Uh, we'd love to have you support us, and we would give you anything you want. Yeah, anything wow. you want. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, dude. Thank this you, is Jason. great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Happy basketball. Happy basketball.